0: It's Fox Top 5, the podcast where the hosts always agree to disagree. This week on Fox Top 5, host of the quiz show on Fox Nation, Tom Shalhoub. A great host, and really, he's a legend in TV history. And Fox News Channel meteorologist Adam
1: Klotz. If you enjoy trivia, you were like hearing lots of trivia and most shows don't do that
0: for you come together to share their top five favorite game show hosts here are this week's hosts tom and adam welcome to fox top five i'm tom shalhou host of the quiz show on fox nation and today i'm joined by my good friend fox news channel meteorologist adam klotz adam welcome to the top five i'm so excited to be working this game with you because we have a kind of a generational difference right Yeah, we do, and I'm excited about this one also. Every week on this podcast, Fox hosts, reporters, and personalities get together to share their top five of any given topic. 2020 has been quite a year, and if you found yourself in front of the TV a bit more than usual, trust me, you're not alone. (laughs) (laughs) Some people have been bringing comedies and dramas back from the past, but game shows have been an American classic for decades. So today, Adam and I are here to tell you about our top favorite game show hosts. Hosts. Yes. Game show hosts and really game shows. Uh, Let's face it, Adam. I think our hosts are going to be influenced by the game show itself. Is that true in your case? Of course. You love the game show and then you fall in love with the host, I think, not the other way around. And I'm always uh, confused as to whether we should start in... uh, in, in order of favorite going down, or, or 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 least favorite going to the top. But I, this is in no particular order. I just want to say that to everyone. So if I hit you with a game show host, they're not necessarily my favorite. Uh, I'm not going to start or finish with my favorite. Do you understand?
1: I understand, but I want everyone to know that I'm starting with my least favorite and working to my favorite. Okay. So I'm going from five. <laughs> I'm going from five down to one. So you might not be. You might not be doing that. That's what
0: I'm doing. Okay. Well, the thing is, Adam. The whole reason I said that is. What if Chuck Woolery hears this and then I didn't feature him <laughs> first? He'll be very mad.
1: Well, I want everyone I want everyone to be offended if they hear my
0: list. That's okay.
1: <laughs> number five.
0: Okay, Adam, I'm gonna start with number five. Like I said, he may be my favorite, he may not. Chuck Woolery, an American classic. Love Connection and many other game shows, but I mean, Love Connection is the real one. Why was he a great talk show host? Because he was great at having conversations. It wasn't just a game show. It was like a late night talk show because he got inside people's thoughts and emotions. You know, I didn't. I don't know who that is. (laughs) (laughs) So he's going to be way more offended from what I just said than what you said. I know. Absolutely. Chuck Woolery, uh, a great uh, game show host. Okay. Who's your, who's your number five? My number five, Tom, is you. Whoa. You're my number five
1: top game show host of all time. You just barely edged out Wayne Brady.
0: It was like a little neck and neck there. He's honorable mention. Oh yeah. Oh so, oh, so you're telling me Wayne Brady's not going to be coming up, and you're the rest of your top five? No, because you were better than. Him. And the really the difference between you two
1: was that you've invited me on your show a couple of times. Yep. And if he wants to pass you,
0: and he's hearing this, he better invite me. Never got the invite from nope. Wayne Brady, huh? You know, a little trivia. Uh, I I started my this show is why business. You're good. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I started my show business career at Universal Studios in Florida. You know where they. Uh, They they compete with Disney, right, as, uh, you know, America's uh, top theme park. And you know who I worked with there at the park in 1990?
1: Wayne Brady. Whoa.
0: Yeah. We started our career together working for, you know, $12.80 an hour uh, at Universal Studios. And all these years later, here you are neck and neck on my top five lists. It's really unbelievable. The one thing you shouldn't (laughs) have done, you shouldn't have (laughs) admitted that you were going in that order, because I might have thought I was your favorite.
1: No, I wanted you to know that you need to invite me on your show a little few more times to move up my list. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Number four. Well, (laughs) let's go to number four here. Uh, Again, I may be featuring a list of people that Adam has no idea who they are. Gene Rayburn. Gene Rayburn. Ring a bell, Adam? Woo. No, I don't know who that is. (laughs) (laughs) Gene Rayburn a uh, and a, a, a an odd choice for some, but he was a the host of match game and again he was great at at drawing people out he had all sorts of celebrities like brett summers I'd, i'm not sure why she was a celebrity charles nelson riley and uh people like that on match game and you probably have seen clips from match game he had gene rayburn had a very long microphone it was like a, a you know pencil thin and he would hold it in his hand, and he would say, um, you know, uh, he would say, uh, uh, my poor Aunt Lucy is so poor, when she goes uh, on vacation, she goes blank. Dun, 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 in there, and they would do that. You remember that match game? I'm I'm picturing uh,
1: nothing on TV at 2 a.m. and me finding the game show channel, and this is ringing a bell. So yeah, match game. that's it.
0: Great, uh, great show for all sorts of, uh, uh, double entendres that I didn't understand when I was a young uh, kid. <laughs> so, who's your right. number four? My number four is the legend Bob Barker
1: in the Price is Right. Ah, it's a great, right. it's a great, it's a great game show. Obviously, everyone's going to know who Bob Barker is, and I, and I like that he always had a message at the end of each show about spaying and neutering your pets.
0: I know, isn't it funny? I He was probably the first guy to invade the game show genre with a little bit of, uh, you know, what would you call social awareness or messaging or, but he probably is responsible for more cats and dogs getting them snipped than, than anyone in history. Sure, you travel
1: outside the United States and you see
0: feral animals running all over the place. And the reason you don't see it here is because of Bob Barker. It's quite amazing. And so- <laughs> it really is. And the show, which was criticized by some when it first came out as being crassly commercial because basically you're just, you know, the, the the it's just a it really is just a big product placement show, but they went about it in such a fun way that it really made commercialism seem a, like a whole lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it's still fun to this day, even with uh, the new host. Yeah, who's the new host right now? I hate the that. new host
0: blank. is uh, it, it is Drew Carey. Drew Carey, yes, right. Yeah, great gig for a comedian. You know, it's a great way because you spend your life working in tough rooms and then going on the road and all this stuff. So it's it's a great way to uh, end your career taping a uh, a game show. And that's a great gig for Wayne Brady as well. The countdown continues after this. This is Jimmy Fallon inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com. dot com. Number three. In that spirit, I'm going to go to my number three, Monty Hall. Monty Hall. Another guy you don't know. Monty Hall. That that name rings a bell, maybe. Monty Hall was the original host of Let's Make a Deal, a show where he would go through, people would come dressed up in costumes. Well, you know what Let's Make a Deal is because you watch Wayne Brady, right? Yeah, I do know what Let's Make a Deal is. And Wayne Brady is a great game show host, and I probably would have him on my list, especially because I... I worked with him when he was 19 years old, and he was super talented then, and he's super talented now. But I, I got to give a shout out to Monty Hall because he was the the original guy, and he would go through people's purses and he would say, I have a, uh, I have a fifty dollar bill in my hand. If if you can if you can give me a corkscrew, and then someone would go through their purse and pull out a corkscrew, and he'd give her fifty dollars."
1: As a host, do you feel like you're like you've learned from these people that you're mentioning?
0: I think so because you know I grew up watching uh, these people, especially guys like. Like I said, Gene Rayburn, guys like my next, the, the uh, person I'm gonna mention next, and they had a great comic sense. They could play off of people in a very good way.
1: I really like your list because I like hearing you explain your
0: list. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, really, I really Justify do. your list. No, it's,
1: it's, it's good because it's like you're pulling from all these people and you really admire them. Uh, my number three, are you ready for it? Yes. It's Mike Adamlay. Mike Adamlay, finally a name I don't even know. I was, okay. So he was the host of American Gladiators, the original American Gladiators from 1989 until 1996, which would have been right in the sweet spot of my childhood. Not what you think of for a typical game show, but man was that fun, especially for like a young boy.
0: Yes, yeah. And they really ramp up the, you can't believe the psychitude that that these hosts can express.
1: Right, and the, the, laser and blazer and taser and he's just calling out these gladiators as they're smashing people so yeah. entertaining
0: yeah it's great um what's the one where they run along a uh you know uh, it's it's a, like wipeout wipeout's another favorite it's not on my list but it just american gladiators reminds me of wipeout cuz you just get to see people get pummeled by large things
1: uh that was thought about when i was making my list that's yeah. a, another really good one number
0: 2, two. I'm about to rock your world with a name uh, from, from the past, the Jim Lang, Jim Lang. Anything? My world is rocked. I don't know who that is. Jim Lang hosted the dating game uh, and he had, you know, uh, the dating game was such a bizarre show where people would line up, you know, bachelor number one, they would hide them in in, in silhouette. And so Mm -hmm. it would either be, be, uh, you know, the, 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 the women would have to choose which man she was going to go on a date with. Uh, I think famously they had different famous actors were on the show at different times in the, the beginning of their career. I think there was also a serial killer one time who was on The Dating Game. Uh,
1: what? Yes, he,
0: was, he wasn't selected. Luckily, the woman selected somebody else. But it was, Close call. <laughs> yeah. Um, but these people were hooking up, you know, based on, uh, they would ask questions of these silhouettes. It would be Bachelor number one, Bachelor number two. And again, full of double entendres. And then they would send them on a vacation to strangers, you know, and your date is a trip to Acapulco. I mean, it was crazy. That is wild. It set us up for the, the age of Tinder and Bumble and Hinge, I guess. It really did. In in a much, uh, a much more innocent way because it all went over my head. I mean, just the idea that these people were, they were, they were sending these people to, to shack up, to live in sin, you know? <laughs> right. Uh. <laughs> How dare they...
1: Yes. Um, my number two? Yeah. Another really obscure name, Kirk Fogg. Kirk Fogg? Now, Kirk Fogg could have been replaced by Mark Summers, which is a way more famous name. This is Nickelodeon. Yeah. Kirk Fogg, Kirk Fogg was the host of Legends of the Hidden Temple. So most people would have said like Double Dare and Mark Summers. But at that point in my life, I was liking the TV show Legends of the Hidden Temple. And it was a game show where there were trivia and then a obstacle course and it was just geared towards children and they'd yeah. run through a, a, a hidden temple and try to get talismans the purple
0: monkeys and the gold dragons yes these are like the names of the teams i'm starting to kind of this rings a bit of a bell with me and uh the did was there any green slime in this because everything ended in green slime on nickelodeon
1: so this one didn't have green slime. There were yeah. obstacles that would get you wet and dirty. Mark Summers was the slime guy, you know? Yeah. You'd get yeah. slimed.
0: Which and he, also
1: great host. Great host also. A
0: great host. And really, he's a legend in TV history. But kind of like the actors from Pete and Pete and things like that, I always think of these people because, you know, I don't think they made a heck of a lot of money. <laughs> like... A lot of people spent their childhood with these people, but it was it was basic cable in the early days. So I mean, I'm sure he's gone on to to make uh, you know better money. I bet he's made so. I bet he's made the bulk of his money after his Nickelodeon TV career. Mark Summers. May I don't know. I just. I mean, we're getting off topic here,
1: but I just saw the Blues Clues guy, the TV show Blues Clues. I grew up yep. watching that. That's just mm-hmm. a Nickelodeon show. He just sold his beautiful apartment in Brooklyn for three and a half million, and it was one of the
0: nicest apartments I'd ever seen. So and he I think that's all well. that was all blues clues money. It was you're right. And the thing was that he uh like most of these guys, he was paid very little the first year, but then he when they re-sign him, he he gets them, right? Yeah. So he, he made out pretty well. Another bit of trivia, after coming from uh leaving Universal Studios, I moved to New York. One of the first things I did, I auditioned for blues clues. it was was between me and steve byrne yes him it was down to two people i kid you not this is a famous story in my life you know we always talk about the jobs we didn't get i actually shot a test in front of a green screen for blues clues they showed it to children the children didn't like me
1: (laughs) this is my favorite story ever they liked
0: steve they liked steve
1: And what an apartment he had! I should send you the link to this thing.
0: Yeah, it's gorgeous. I know what you're talking about. It's in the Dumbo section of Brooklyn, right? Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, good guy, oh. Steve Byrne, and I never yeah. held it against him that he took my uh, <laughs> took my career away. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite story ever.
1: Number. 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 Number one.
0: Five, four, three. Number one. Number one.
1: Number one, one? I feel like we're going to have the same number one. Yeah, probably. Because we haven't matched up at all yet, but it's got to happen here.
0: Yep, here it is. Say it at the same time. One, two, three, Peter Marshall. What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm shocked. I am truly shocked. Yeah. (laughs) Peter Marshall, Hollywood Squares. He he was the host of Hollywood Squares. He uh, he was a perfect straight man to people like Paul Lind and other celebrities and uh, just, you know, fantastic. So, Peter Marshall. Alex Trebek isn't on your list. You know what, I probably would have put Alex on my list, except I like to be a bit of a gadfly and I'd like to be different, and I knew you would have him on the list. Well, we needed
1: one, I think, area of commonality. I know. Yeah, Alex Trebek is my number one.
0: In order, the GOAT. Yeah, he's, uh, he is, he really is great. And the show is, let's face it, Jeopardy should be the most boring show on TV. It's it's so boring and it and you know <laughs> and most people they don't know any of the answers. The answers are very <laughs> <That's> difficult. <true. laughs> it's only for smarty Pants. So, you know, America the the it's it's amazing that I think Jeopardy is one of the most the biggest hit shows. And, you know, 90 98% of America could never compete on it.
1: We'll see. I What I think makes Jeopardy great is when you're watching trivia shows, it seems like there's so much fluff and so much, tell us about your life and here's what's coming up after the break. And Jeopardy got down to business and you got a lot of trivia. And if you enjoyed trivia, you
0: were like hearing lots of trivia and most shows don't do that for you. Yeah. And he he did the introductions and he would ask them about their life, but it wasn't until like you're halfway done with the show. He would go in, do it quick, get it over with, and then back to the, the meat and potatoes.
1: Yeah. Even then, I was like, "Too much of that. We need to get right back to the questions."
0: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, a great list, and uh, I, I, you know, he should have been my number one as well. But I, I really preferred saying names that of people you have no, <laughs> no way more,
1: of. way more entertaining for me to have nothing to add to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so this All right, is great. Yeah, this was excellent. Are you ready to see if I know how to read? That's the point where the weather guy tries to read an outro. I love it. Okay. Thank you for everyone for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at foxnewspodcast.com. Let us know your top five. You've been listening to Fox Top 5 on the Fox News Podcast Network.